Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, and welcome to episode 51. I just wanted to let you know really quickly that the Wi-Fi here is really sketchy today. And so throughout the podcast, it will all of a sudden stop and jump to a new spot because the Wi-Fi is cutting in and out and I can't wait to record it because I'll miss my deadline. So we're just going to go with it and know that (laughs) if it doesn't make sense, like just happened, like if it stops and then starts in the middle of another sentence, that it's the Wi-Fi and it's not me losing my mind that this is just how we roll in Costa Rica. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hey, and welcome to episode 51. Today we are talking about the truth about midlife weight gain. We are going to talk about all of it because there's just so much information out there and it can be very, very confusing. And the reason I wanted to share this is because I have been in Costa Rica for the past, I don't know, I kind of lose track of days and times, but I'm going to say I've been here for the past two months and I am eating local foods. That's all that I'm doing. Where I am is a super small town and there isn't a lot. There's no grocery store. There's a corner market that has basic stuff. And then there's a fruit stand, which has all the local fruits and vegetables. There's not a lot of vegetables here. So it's a lot of fruit going on, which is amazing to share that with you. When we go into menopause, menopause can take seven to 10 years, ladies. Like this is not an overnight thing. This is not something that happens quickly. This takes a long time because your body is totally and completely changing. So first of all, we want to know in our brains that it's a long process. And in this long process, there is a period where everything kind of catches up with us and things change quickly. Meaning we wake up and we store fat differently in our body. We wake up one morning and we're like, Whoa, why is there this Um, pudge in my tummy. Like, where did I get this little belly from? And what's happening is your body is lowering its estrogen output. And so your body changes how it stores fat because of that very specifically. When we are in our reproductive years, our body is designed to store fat in the butt and the hips and the thighs, because we are designed to have children to reproduce. And then When we hit a certain age and we are not in our reproductive years anymore, our body is designed to, in classical Chinese medicine, the second spring, we're designed to share our wisdom. But our body is looking for more estrogen and it's all trying to balance itself out. And that is why our body now stores fat in the stomach area because that's um, where our body tries to make estrogen in its fat cells. So it's a whole thing. And I am not a scientist, so I don't know the exact science behind us, but I do know that it, it's happening for a reason. It happens to everybody and your body is designed to do it. But this fat that we store in our belly is a fat that we don't want. It's a more dangerous fat. It's the fat that um, can lead to a bunch of make sure that we are taking care of this and getting back to our natural weight over the years in menopause, women gain an average of like 15 pounds through menopause because of this. Now, what was working before just one day, it doesn't work anymore. And it's not a problem. We just want to make sure that we're aware of it and we're not 
thinking that it's a problem. This is the key. And so the first thing that we can do and the most important thing that we want to do is we want to create a safe space for ourselves, for our brain. We want our brain to know that this is how our body works and this is supposed to happen and it's a process. So remember when we were in puberty, our body hormones changed and at the end of that change, our body, our physical body was different. It's the same thing here. Our hormones are changing and our physical body will be different. We were pregnant and after we had our babies. And so this is just how our body is designed to be. So we want to make it okay in our brains for our bodies to be doing this. That's the number one thing. Let's create a safe place where we know our body is changing and it's going to be different for a while. But if we can stay on track, we're going to be fine out the other side of it. And how this relates to being in Costa Rica is because the food here is very, very basic. Everything is super simple and there's not a lot of options. And so I've been super clean with my eating and it's hot here too. So, and I'm staying in a place, I'm in a dorm with three other women. So I don't have my own space. So you take all of these things, all of these components together and it makes change for me. And what it makes is really, really specific eating because I don't really have anywhere to store food. I have a, a place in the fridge and I don't want to keep a lot of food in my room because there's a ton of bugs and ants and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're talking about keeping it really streamlined and easy because I don't want to be cooking. Um, but I don't want to be eating out all the time because everything here in Costa Rica is very, very expensive. And I'm here for a long time. So that would add up. So I'm trying to get the basics, the local stuff, the unprocessed stuff and keep it as simple as possible. And what I've noticed over this time with just doing that, and that makes it super easy. Like this is not hard at all. My body has lost weight, but it's going, it's transforming itself again. And it's lost all that like subcutaneous fat, like just the extra fat that was from overeating. I think in, as North Americans, we are constant overeaters because the food industry has hijacked our dopamine system and all the food is made to be addictive. It's designed for us to want more of it. How do they, they're the scientists spend all their time and money figuring out how do they make it taste so amazing and so delicious that we want more, more, more. It's not designed, um, to get nutrients into our system or to heal our body. It's just designed for them to sell more. And so first of all, we're fighting this. Our food is highly addictive. It's high in sugar. Sugar is a poison and it's high in, um, fat and salt because that's what makes it yummy and delicious and addictive but there's no nutrients in it. So we have become a society that is overweight, but malnourished, which is crazy. When you think about it, all the food that we're eating, there is never a, like a lack of food and all the food that we're eating, we're not getting the nourishment that we need. So our fix that. And so while I'm here, all I'm eating are the local foods that have been grown here and vegetables are not high on that list. And so I am using a lot of fruit because fruit grows really well here vegetables, not so much. Um, and so my basic diet, I just keep it the same. I keep it very much the same. I'm using food as a fuel source, but I want it to be delicious. So here's what my food on the daily looks like. 
we'll have a family breakfast. So where I'm staying right now, they give everybody a free breakfast and we sit down at a table together as a family and we talk to each other and we um, introduce ourselves to each other because people here are from all over the world. I have met the most amazing people on this journey and the food brings everybody together. So the place where I'm staying does it specifically to build community. That's one of the things I love about this place and how long you're staying here and what you do and all the fun things. And while we're doing that, we are eating a traditional Costa Rican breakfast, which is called a casado. And that is eggs. So it's always the same thing. It is scrambled eggs, rice and beans, and then fried plantains. And it is amazing. It is like, it is my jam. The other day, there was a, a woman sitting next to me and she's like, okay, I'm ready for, you know, something different for breakfast. And I'm like, I could eat this all day, every day for the rest of my life because it is really delicious, but it's so healthy and it's the way I like to eat. So that's breakfast. And normally I don't eat breakfast when I'm at home. My intermittent fasting window is, you know, like 10, I'll start eating or 11, but I listen to my body and then I stop at six after dinner. And here I eat because that's when they serve it and it's a complimentary breakfast. And so I'm going to incorporate that into my lifestyle. And then I will go to work. So I'm here working right now. So I'm on a working vacation. I'm not on vacation, just doing whatever I want. I am here to work and be in a lifestyle of Pura Vida, which is, it's all good, like pure life. Like go to the beach, appreciate the ocean, be in the glory of the sunset and just live life on the daily. And that's why they have such a healthy lifestyle is um, there are activities built in. Like their life is walking to places. Their life is just eating basic foods, right? Because it's expensive. And um, it's really expensive in Costa Rica because of the tourism. And the locals have a hard time keeping up because they can't afford what the tourists can afford. It's a whole thing. So then after a nice beach walk or a swim or boogie boarding or surfing or whatever it is, I work and then I'll have lunch. And for lunch, I'll have, they have the cutest mini bananas. I am in love with these things and I'll have a bowl of fruit and then I'll work some more um, because it's really hot during the middle of the day. And then I will have dinner and that will be uh, a piece of their homemade bread with avocado and tomato on it. Or I'll make a big batch of boiled potatoes and hard boiled eggs so that it's all ready to go. And I just chop it up and then I'll add avocado and tomato onto that. And if I want a different flavor, I'll add salsa and it is super simple. And I just eat until I feel satisfied. I'm like, yeah, I feel like I've had enough food. And if after dinner, I'm still hungry, I'll have like maybe, um, a banana or something sweet like that, just to finish up piece of fruit. And that's all that I need throughout the day. So there's no snacking. There's no snacking because I don't really have food for snacking. There's nothing processed. The worst part is if I'm using some bread to put the tomato and avocado clean whole foods, which is what I am always telling everybody to eat clean whole foods. And then I get, um, a, a beach walk in, in the evening sunset walk, or again, I play in the water. So, and everywhere I go here, I don't have a car. I walk everywhere. So built my lifestyle is kind of like the blue zone lifestyle and the the blue zone is where the people live the longest, the healthiest, because their lifestyle has movement built into it. They are growing their own food. They're farming their own food. They are walking to town. They are carrying stuff everywhere. And they do this all the way into their 80s and 90s. And they're eating the foods that are locally grown here. 
super simple, no processed, um, and grow like fresh or peeled or cooked. Like that's about it. Right. But non-processed. And so this is how I've been able to, it just kind of fell into it from doing these things. Now it's not just one thing, but it's a whole bunch of things that I do together to create this for myself. It's not an effort. It's not hard. It just comes naturally because of the lifestyle. And so if you're, if this is something that you're trying to achieve, like trying to get your midlife body back into where you want it to be, where you feel good about it, where you're like, yes, looking good, feeling good. Then you want to check your food supply. Of course, it's all about the food. And I want to always, always encourage you to never, ever, ever count calories. It's not about that. Yes. Calories in calories out is a mathematical equation that works like the math of it works, but where that philosophy breaks down is in the quality of the, um, the calories, because not all calories are created equal. So that is where you want to go to a different system. And the system that I teach is called calorie density. I'm doing a masterclass coming up. I'm just putting the final touches on it. And then I'm going to release my free masterclass, but it's based on the fact that you want to eat in the low calorie density scale. And if you eat these foods that are low in calories, these whole clean foods that are low in calories, you get back to nature, which is never counting calories. You never see like a horse in the wild or a gorilla counting calories. No. What do they do? They eat their local foods that are um, native to where they live and they listen to their body. They only eat until they uh, feel satisfied. And when they feel satisfied, they stop and they don't snack and they don't sit in front of the TV and watch TV and eat chips. They go about their day, moving their body about their day. And then he gives them hunger cues. Then they eat again and the animals in the wild are never overweight. And we are just like an animal in the wild. We are nature. All is based on nature. And we're just trying to always balance ourselves out. So if, if you are looking to get a natural, healthy body weight, in midlife, you want to clean up your diet and just get rid of all the processed foods and then learn how to listen to your hunger cues. This is another thing that has been trained out of us, but out of us by the social constructs of society, which is socialization of eating everything we have around our social skills is based on food. When you think about anything that you're doing, if you're celebrating a birthday, food, if you're at the movies, food, if you're, you know, going to celebrate anything on food, which is not a problem, except for that's the type of food that we base it on. It's all processed foods. So how can you kick all of those to the curb? How can you totally delete, um, any kind of processed food from your diet? And what would that take for you to be able to do that? And probably the first thing that comes up is something in your brain saying, oh my God, that would be hard. I don't know how to do that. Like your brain is going to resist. And that's where we want to start the process is noticing what our brain is telling us. Because most of the times when we overeat and we eat the processed foods, or most of the times when we're say we're on board, we're on track, and then we fall off track, it's because of an emotional response. We're, it's an emotional eat. There's a trigger that has happened that has caused us to have a big emotional response that we don't like the feeling of, 
Like say I'm mad, I don't like that, or I'm sad, I don't like that. And that's all it is. That's the only reason why I'm eating. But if I can learn how to process this feeling, if I can learn how to feel all my feelings, then I'm never having to look to food to do that for me. Because as soon as I eat the thing, yeah, I've been distracted from the sadness or the anger or whatever, the self-loathing or whatever it is for about 10, 15 minutes. And then once that food is gone, that feeling comes back in. So we know it's not an answer, but it is just something that we are conditioned to do. It's an emotional response. So we do have these emotions for a reason. So all you need to do is learn how to process the emotions. And this is what I do with my clients. Yes, I can teach you how to eat the best foods for your body. Yes, I can um, show you how to lose weight in midlife and keep it off forever. Yes, I can um, give you the skills of how to stop obsessing over day or what your body looks like 100%. I can help you with all of that. But the where you're going to make the lasting change is in doing the emotional work, understanding how to process emotions. And when people come to work with me, they're all over the scale. Some people know exactly how to process emotions and other people don't even know what the emotions are. They can't name them. They don't know where they are in their body. And that's not a problem, but that's where you want to start. And so when I work with my clients, this is what I do. I give you all the tools that you need in order to be successful, to lose the weight and keep it off based on a super healthy, sustainable lifestyle, including doing your mindset work so that you're not going to get emotionally triggered and have the emotional eats that that um, send you off the rails and then you binge eat and you're back to square one again. That's kind of the process where it happens. It's like um, you're, you're triggered, how emotionally eat? But then when you get to the bigger triggers, like the big, huge ones, can you still um, stay on track when that happens? Well, yes, you can if you have the tools to know how to do that. So if you're interested in this, reach out to me. I offer a free consult call and we'll jump on there. We'll find out what's going on for you and see if it's a fit for us to work together because I can help you no matter what stage you're in or what goal you're looking for in midlife. I can help you achieve that. And not only can I get you there, like show you how to get there, I'm going to teach you how to maintain that forever and ever and ever so that you don't need me to always be finding the solution for you. I'm going to teach you how to do it for yourself. You're going to become your own life coach. And then when anything comes up at all, you will know how to deal with it, how to process it. And it won't be binge eating or turning to food or alcohol or any of those things. But I really wanted to jump on today to encourage you keep going, keep moving forward with your health journey, but from a place of healing your body and abundance, it's never from a place of lack or restriction, because as soon as your brain thinks that there's restriction, it's going to freak out and it's going to do the opposite. So you want to come from a place of abundance. What foods will nourish my body? What foods will keep me satisfied? What foods will help heal my body? And the answer is always your fruits and your vegetables, your legumes, the beans, and your carbs. Carbs are our friend. There's different kinds of carbs, um, complex carbs, 
are the ones that keep you feeling satisfied. You want to eat those with your fruits and vegetables. Cause if you just have fruits and vegetables and salads all day, but when you get your complex carbs in there, which are the unprocessed ones, the ones that are least processed. So you've got your rice, you've got your potatoes. The best are the sweet potatoes or the, any potato with a color to it. Purples, the Japanese sweet potato, all of those, the yams, they are so good for you. And not only will they keep you feeling full, but they're delicious to eat. You can do a thousand different things with them and you'll never go over on your calorie intake, but you don't have to count calories, but that's the part that will keep you satiated and feeling full. Your rice is in there. Your oats are in there. You can have whole wheat pasta in there, but you got to know how to pair it. That's the key. And anything that is a, is a you know, refined carb is a no-go. It's no bueno. So the breads, anything that has been processed, cause they've taken all the nutrients out of it. They've taken the water out of it. They've taken the fiber out of it. It's not going to serve you in the way that the unrefined complex carbs are. So you do want to have those carbs. They give you energy and they keep you feeling satisfied. And all of these foods together if you put them together in the right order, you can just have as much as you want, never counting calories, just listening to your body. And you're going to be so happy because as soon as you restrict, you're miserable and it's unsustainable. So whatever you do to lose the weight, you have to keep doing it to keep it off. And I just want to remind you that when you go through menopause, what you used to do won't necessarily work. And so you want to really be curious about it and listen to your body, get intimate with your body and find out what works for you now with this new hormonal balance going on. Now, what kind of foods should you be eating? Now, how much should you be eating? Now, what are your hunger cues? What is your emotional place to allow your body to change, allow the, allow the shift to happen, allow the hormones to balance out, allow there to be some weight gain. And then as you figure it out, that's slowly going to go away and you're going to be left with this new midlife body that is fabulous and awesome. And you can eat as much food as you want, as long as it's in the low calorie density scale and you never have to count calories. But the key is loving yourself through it, making it okay. This is supposed to happen. This is who I am. And this is part of the process. Our body is nature. It's genius. And all nature is designed to get back into balance. So if for any reason this isn't working for you or your body is out of balance, you need to find a way to get it back into balance. And it goes out of balance. It's one, too much of something like toxicity and two, not enough of something deficiency. And our job is to figure out what that is. Since you have your answer and you will be loving your midlife body. So if you need help with this, please reach out to me. I am happy to jump on a consult with you and see if it's a fit for us to work together. And remember, it's a process. It takes a while. Nothing's gone wrong. Your body is supposed to do this, but you want to love yourself through it. Think about all the reasons why you love your body, all the things it's done for you and created, all the adventures it's taken you on, the kids it has, the humans it has created from scratch. Like our bodies are amazing. So let's love them through this process. And always, always love yourself first. Thank you for listening, my friends. Have an amazing day.